0: Welcome to the All Sports Best Podcast. Turn up the volume because it's time for your favorite sports show. Your one-stop shop for sports talk. Three, two, one. Hey guys, welcome to All Sports Best, the podcast. This is an original episode with Ruben here on air. I'm excited about it. We haven't done one of these in quite some time. And, uh, life just catches up to you, but Ruben, how you doing and, and how excited are you for the next podcast here? Right now?
1: I'm excited for podcasts. Podcasts are awesome because they just, um, you can just say for what's in your heart and you can
0: just let it
1: all out and
0: people <laughs> enjoy it. I don't know. All right. <laughs> we'll go with that one. Ruben. Uh, we're watching the world series right now as we're uh, recording this, which is pretty crazy. Trey Turner beat out a throw to first base. Uh, He gets on base. Then there is a uh, sack bunt by Adam Eaton, an infield single, or I'm sorry, a single by Anthony Rendon to score in Trey Turner. And uh, this is a big deal. This game is huge. It's uh, you know the Astros are winning three to two in the series, and you know one win can can put it away. Ruben, what do you think about this series? And is this the weirdest series you've ever seen as as far as like wins on the road go?
1: I've been around a long time, and I'll have to say I watch the world series every year that's usually my favorite thing to do and yeah it's crazy that every road game every road team has won so far and if um if the nationals win tonight then it'll go to game seven it's a scary game seven it'll be yeah it'll be everybody on the road winning and then yeah it's for all the more i'm hoping that's what happens just because of course i'm not for either team i just um would like to see it go the distance and i think i think it's a cool thing
0: who has impressed you the most throughout this world series i would probably have to say carlos correa Okay. Um,
1: would probably or or george springer george springer is is just he's so he's postseason magic yeah he, he that's his that's where he really i mean he's good all year anyways but i would say one of those two guys is clutch and they are clutch every time in the playoffs and yeah. so I, I can't say anybody on the nationals because they went so uh, dead when they got back to um, Washington
0: yeah and you know what I would have to say that my player is from the Nationals I think it's just for the fact that I didn't really pay attention into the Nationals all that much this season you know I watched a lot of different teams and I didn't focus in on the Nationals as much as I hate to say it but Juan Soto this year has really impressed me and he's probably the most impressive yet the most annoying that I've seen Uh, as a former pitcher that's the kind of guy you hate to hate to face just because he's annoying you and when you get off of your game a little bit i will say that i gotta tip my cap to him though he's he's making pitchers get frustrated and i think that right there you're using a tactic against the defense that is already kind of on your side you get a guy frustrated he's gonna try and amp it up a little bit he leaves one over the middle of the plate and we've seen juan soto take one for a ride so uh, i think juan juan is the one for me yeah
1: no that's a good choice
0: um i am very annoyed every time they call
1: a ball yeah then he does his little routine and yeah. and to me i saw that do you see the game the other night when zach grinky oh threw at his head a mind like game he though. just got so frustrated and threw at his head and i think that's where it can be a little bit dangerous because what does the pitcher have to lose okay he hits him he goes to first so worst case scenario you got a guy at first base but you know what you got in his head a little bit and you also let him know hey you know what you're gonna come with your antics. I'm going to do the same thing. Oh yeah. Only I'm bringing a 97, 98 mile an hour fastball and it might hit you in a spot where you don't want to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely Ruben. I noticed that, and this is a big thing going on around the internet. I don't know if you um, heard about this, but the two girls that were in the, I think it was like the third or fourth row behind the plate. So within the view of the camera and they flashed the camera, um, both girls did. They're both Instagram models. Apparently and very popular so they did that it went viral of course and um they got a letter from the mlb saying that they are banned indefinitely from mlb games uh ruben do you think that this kind of behavior warrants a ban from the mlb completely or do you think that this is just something that you know i don't know that's that should be maybe a fine or something
1: no i think that's a a good thing because you got to remember baseball and sports is a family, a family thing. You know what I mean? If it was set up like that to where, you know, you could have things like that happen, then you would have to go ahead and say, you know what, this is an R rated, um, sh- a game. Like so, a pay-per-view so, yeah, type Yeah. Like deal. a pay-per-view thing where, you know, don't let your children watch, but you know, baseball's right. supposed to be for kids that are in t-ball and, you know, you watch it with your father and you know, that kind of stuff. And it's just, it just doesn't make sense. You know, I mean, Sure. You know, guys might think, oh, that's a cool thing or whatever, but yeah, that there's no place for that. Um, I think that's a good thing because it sends a message to other people that might want to do something to get more um, popular, more notoriety, you know what I mean? And just attention. Well, then they may have second thoughts of doing that before, you know.
0: Yeah. And I mean, my opinion on this might not be the best way of looking at it. But I think in the way I'm looking at it, if I'm a higher up in MLB office, I'm thinking, okay, yeah. Like there's going to be people that are going to go shoot. I'm going to watch another game because (laughs) right. But at the same time, who's to say what the next flash is going to be? You know, nobody wants to see like a lot of different things and a lot of different ways of flashing. Nobody wants to see somebody pull their pants down and show their butt. Nobody wants to see somebody pull their pants down and show their front. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it can get really um, explicit. It can get really gross. So, yes, I know these are Instagram models. And, and yeah, like you said, there are some guys that are probably like, hey, let's get some more of that. But you have to look at the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is like this can get really gross. This is not appropriate. And um, I don't know if a ban necessarily is where we want to go with it. But I think, you know what? We're going to find them. We're going to send a statement on that, say, you let this happen again. You cannot come back into our thing. But you go and ban somebody, I mean, how much does that really mean? Do do you go online and buy a ticket and use your license, your driver's license to do so? No, you don't. Do you go into the stadium and do they check your ID? No, they don't. And they're not going to have a picture and – every single checker might
1: have a picture of those two girls now
0: (laughs) (laughs) well i'm saying like they're not there's no way you can stop them from going again now you can stop them from going into the main section that they might have the you know the ushers do the same for the people walking down to the main sections but um if you're going to sit in the outfield or wherever you want to sit it, it could still happen
1: okay so if you're the commissioner that's that's your plan it makes sense, like you said. Yeah,
0: I'm doing a fine, yeah.
1: Yeah, do a fine, maybe three days in jail, but I think they'd be all for it because they're doing it for the attention, and they might have got another million followers on Instagram.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Ruben, it looks like we are looking at a one-to-one game right now, um, George Springer with a bomb. So that is definitely Golly, something.
1: I think to, he's either got the record or he's tied for the record of like the most – home runs in postseason history for the playoffs. He's got like 15 or something like that, which yeah. is crazy just in the last three years.
0: This is insane. I'm so I'm so impressed by this dude. He's he's really doing something big, and I think that it's crazy because you look back on the history on him, and he was socially awkward, and he was kind of bullied, and he went to UConn, and how many big-time players come out of UConn? I, I don't know, but I can't imagine it's a lot. And this guy's just putting on in the world series. Um, We expect Bregman to put on in the world series. He hasn't done a whole lot other, you know, with the exception of that grand slam, but George Springer, it's like, we know it's going to happen and it's happening, you know? So that's, that's something a one-to-one game guys is, is big time. But uh, by the time that everybody hears this, of course the game's going to be over. We're going to find out um, who the winner is of, of game six. But um, yeah, that's kind of where we are on the podcast.
1: Yeah. No, that's that's cool. I mean, like I said, I just want Max Scherzer who got hurt or woke
0: up with what was it? His yeah, it was heart. like it was like neck stiffness, some shoulder stuff. I think it was like um, spasms Cramps and stiffness. And yeah, he wore a neck brace to make it back over to Wash or to Houston when they left. So he made it back to Houston. You know, was throwing in the outfield. Said that he's good to go. He feels like he can go a little bit. So. I think that's big, but to throw Joe Ross at the you know, into the mix, kind of throwing him to the dogs there because he had like three appearances in the last like thirty games. I yeah. don't really get that. But
1: yeah. That's why I'm hoping this happened. Yeah, that's why I'm hoping it goes to game seven. So that way, you know, like an injury like that doesn't affect their team. Yeah. I mean, I know they haven't been hitting the ball that well, but if you have Mac Scherzer on the ball on the in the game, you don't have to score as many runs as you do when Joe Ross or somebody that's lesser of a pitcher than than him
0: yeah oh and you can so. imagine the 30 for 30 that happens on this world series if the nationals end up winning it from the wild card and oh, then yeah. their ace pitchers got next there's so much that can go into this 30 for 30 i can't wait and, to watch it and all the seven and it.
1: all seven games are won by the road team yeah.
0: yeah yeah exactly and then you know the astros i think the same goes i mean they, they're gonna have to make it 30 for 30 they win two world series in three years and then, hey, they came from this team that was doing the tanking deal to get draft picks, and it worked out. So either one becomes a beautiful story.
1: Yeah, they're the blueprint for – for um, what do they call it?
0: You said tanking, know. but for it's – For Hollywood? It, no, the thing Well, it is tanking where you lose to yeah. get draft picks for yeah. drafting. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, guys, we hope that you're enjoying the podcast. We actually have Cam from uh, Daily – sports dosage on instagram joining us here shortly so um stick around for that and uh
1: yeah Ruben, any last words no i just i'm just excited to see the game
0: and ho- hope the nationals can pull it off and here's our interview with dsd Hey guys, welcome to All Sports Best. Once again, I'm Trey, and I'm here with a very special guest, DSD. He goes by DSD because his page is Daily Sports Dosage. It's actually really, really cool. If you haven't followed them yet, go and check him out on Instagram. You will not be disappointed. Very funny content, very entertaining content, and some fails you won't want to miss. DSD, man, how you doing?
2: What's up, man? How you doing? Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for being on, man. DSD. Oh, man, yeah. I want to know how it started, like where you got started on on daily sports dosage, and um and like where you got started.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, So I'm from Boston, and you know, with being from Boston, there's a lot of uh, sports pride here. You know, with all of them. You know, regardless Uh. of, yeah, it's it's definitely a big, you know, it's it's mainly sports here. You know, and it's actually funny. My fiance is actually from Connecticut, and she came here, and she's like, whoa like Boston sports, you know? So <laughs> long story short, we were on the plane coming back from, uh, I think it was the Bahamas and it was like one of our first trips together that we came back and I'm sitting there on the plane and randomly for whatever reason, just kind of came to my head. I was like, you know, what if I made like a sports page and I kind of like looked at her and asked and she's like, yeah, like if you want to do it, you can. <laughs> and then, yeah, like literally. And then I kind of pitched it to my friends and like, none of them really loved the idea. They were just kind of like, ah, you know, like kind of stupid, all that type of stuff. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do it. And I like just kind of stuck with it and grind and growing. So, you know, sitting at like right around 28,000 followers on Instagram, uh, doing a bunch of stuff on Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, um, I think I have like total over all my platforms like 60,000 followers total, like wow. right around there. But yeah, it, it's awesome. And honestly, bro, the reason why I did it to get back to your original question is just to have that sports conversation. Yeah. I feel really lucky to have that because I love sports and like people like see me as like this person who's like famous or whatever, but I'm not, I'm just like a normal guy. I always will be. I love just talking sports like every day of the week, to be honest.
0: Yeah. And I dude, I've seen people that or accounts that have 500,000 followers, 607, whatever it might be. But I the thing that I like uh about your account is that i feel like there's somebody behind it as opposed to it just being a computer screen or something like that you feel that i love that
2: yeah I, i i appreciate you saying that too because i pride myself on that that you know it doesn't necessarily need to be like oh what do you guys think about this but okay you know what i'm actually gonna get my real opinion i'm gonna stick behind what i what i believe but it doesn't mean that you guys can't tell me that i'm wrong and have a sports debate like people these days don't have had not have an actual debate or argument without getting upset or whatever. Yeah. It's really just kind of, it's an interesting thing too. Cause I feel like when I have a sports debate, I'm not trying to shut you down. I'm actually trying to learn, you know? And it's like yeah. really interesting cause luck. I mean, like you and I would never been, never been able to meet if it wasn't for our platform, which exactly. is so awesome. You know? And I, I've never met anybody from, you know, from where you are in the country compared to me. And it's, it's really special and I'm really happy to be a part of it. It's just, it's just kind of surreal at times, to be honest, because, like the opportunity for me to be like a normal guy and just doing stuff like this is just kind of crazy to be honest,
0: yeah, dude, actually, we just talked about that on the on the local radio show fifty years, man, fifty years since the computer was invented. and I know this is what it does now, you know, it's that easy to connect
2: it's actually it's actually funny you said that. My dad's like notorious for saying this, this is it all the time. He's like, in the past two hundred years it's been the most growth society has ever had compared. So like 200 years compared to whatever, however many years that it's been in existence, it's mm. been the most growth in the past, you know, 200 years. It's crazy that, yeah. you know, computers can do all these things. You know, we have all this insight. We know, we feel like we know these players. It's just, it's cool. It's cool to have be a, be a part of it and have an opportunity to you know kind of like talk to people and have a voice in the community. It's just really cool stuff.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I. Any, anywhere you look, there's a technology improvement, some way, shape, Definitely. or form. I'm watching this world series game as we're kind of, as we're talking and it's like, you see posters and stuff and it's perfect, it's perfect print and stuff like that. And yeah, of course that's yeah. from, that's from a computer back in the day. You used to have to paint it, you know, hand paint it and yeah, carve seriously. it Yeah, stuff.
2: Yeah. And it's funny how you just said that too, cause it's like a, you know, it's a very like small detail, but things that we just like, we overlook, like. I'll give you an example like the hashtag on Twitter right yeah it's like such an interesting thing where you can just literally press a hashtag and that will bring you to other like-minded people like what like I was having a conversation with like an older gentleman one time like so what if you go to an argument with with one of your friends about you know how tall Kyrie Irving is for example like say that he played 50 years ago how would you guys figure out how tall he was and he's like Oh, we didn't even have those debates back in the day. It's like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of crazy that we are, everything is at our fingertips, which makes it a little dangerous at times. It's all about just having, you know, I guess a good head on your shoulders, but it's wild. It's just a great time to be alive, to be honest with you.
0: We did that last night. As a matter of fact, my wife and I were like, Wait, what? What is the the name of that movie with Denzel Washington? He's just a total <laughs> badass. And exactly.
2: Like, yeah, and it's it, crazy. Like, yeah, like, but 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 the fact that you can look it up, like, you see somebody on TV, and then you're like, oh wait, how is that person famous back in the day? You just would never know. You'd no, be like, uh, no, yeah,
0: there know. would be nobody.
2: Yeah, and they don't even have TV. And I mean, obviously, there's like certain things that like are better back in the day compared to now. But I'll take you know today's day and age compared to any other age to be honest with you
0: all right so taking today's era and what it's been able to do for people or to people because it's not always uh, positive of course you know oh, that definitely. um yep. the negativity that has flowed throughout yeah. social media is tremendous at times tiger woods just won uh number 82 on the pga tour um in his mm-hmm. career uh, ties for the most with Sam sneed What do you think about that? um And how do you think social media has affected Tiger throughout his time as a as a professional
2: athlete? So I can give you actually a really specific example because as a kid, I didn't really. It's not that I didn't know Tiger. I just knew of him as oh, it's Tiger. It's Tiger Woods. You know, Tiger, Tiger. As he becoming like a young adult, I uh, I think I was like 23 at the time or 22. I went to an event in Boston, and it was for the. Um, the FedEx cup. And it was tiger was there. That's that. Oh, it wasn't, I actually, I don't know if I was 23. It doesn't really matter. It was pretty recently. It's when he came back and won the masters that year. Yeah. He was there and I don't think people understand what this guy does for golf because legitimately no exaggeration, wherever tiger was, there was probably a thousand people walking with him. Mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. it was such an overwhelming thing. And to get back to your point, it's like it's unbelievable that the acts we have with these guys like i feel like i know tiger woods i know everything yep. about him you know back in the day you would never know him and it's just it, it's kind of it's kind of a weird one like with tiger for example i don't know if social media really made him made him or break him but i'll tell you it doesn't hurt him i mean like he's super famous and super all these things but oh back to back to your original point i think that potentially he might not have ever got caught for all of his thing, all this like womanizing he did back in the day if social media didn't exist. Yeah. So th- that's a negativity thing you're talking about, but, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, it's definitely true. Like I, I like certain people w- didn't get in trouble back in the day when they had things going on to them, but social people get caught now because of social media.
0: Fun fact. I just read, um, probably 30 <laughs> minutes ago, one in every three divorce, uh, divorce paper, mentions the word facebook so yeah like you said i mean (laughs) you can look up social media you know and your your significant others on on there with somebody suspicious and and liking some pictures you're like wait a minute i'm suspicious and uh that that didn't happen back in the day
2: so yeah and, and and luckily for them a lot of people were able to get away for certain things but a lot of but social media also people forget that it brings a lot of good to the world too because oh, yeah. you're able to see certain things and and like uh really just expose some bad people which was, was really nice
0: speaking of some good stuff that uh social media brings cart talk is something that uh is constantly on your um instagram story you are uh golfing quite a bit which is really cool and you get on the cart and you're talking about different sports topics that you you are interested in and of course your opinions on them what do you When did Mm -hmm. cart talk start and and why did it start?
2: So I I do different variations of it. So I do cart talk and then car talk as well. So to your point, it's actually a little confusing. I'm actually happy you brought that up. I love that. So, yeah. So I just really do really wherever I want to be. I just kind of make a joke out of it. Like, so today I was at home Depot. I made home Home Depot talk, but Mm. to your point, it just really just, it's a place for me to be able to just to give my opinion, you know, and like kind of make a cool thing out of it. So, I can I can tell you exactly when this happens. So I worked at one, a company previously, and one of my friends would make a joke and he'd be like, Oh, hey, you want to go in the car and just talk? And I would like kind of like, dude, like like what? Like, we you know, let's talk inside. He's like, No, 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 like we can have good debates in the car. And he was I was always about sports. And I'm like, All right, you know, and then it'd be kind of fun, and then <laughs> a couple other guys that like new sports too were like, Oh, we can, we gotta have car talk, you know. And I was kind of like, Man, it's kind of an interesting thing because when you're in a car, you're very intimate. You know what I mean? It's like it's a specific thing for every person. It's it's really kind of a cool place to do it. And and then with the cart, it's a really awesome thing because you're on the course, you're just feeling the positive vibes. You're, you know, you just hit a terrible shot, a good shot, whatever. But it's always fun because I can be specific to how I'm feeling, you know. And and, and what I like about DSD as well is I'm able to be like a normal person. I'm not just like a robot. So that's back to your original point. I try to be like a person, you know what I mean? I really want people to know who I am and all that type of stuff, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Thanks for bringing that up. It's, it's a, it's a big thing on my, on my page.
0: How tipsy are you at the cart talk?
2: (laughs) Uh, You know, it's different every time, depending on how many times I shank one in the woods, but I'll tell you, it's, I'm definitely have a couple beers with me at that point for sure.
0: Yeah. Hey, tell me a little bit about the courses that you're able to go in and, and uh, play on in mm-hmm. the Boston area.
2: Yeah, so uh, just before we were we were on the air, um, you and I were talking about a little bit about how you know compared to New Mexico or you know out out west, it's just much more expensive out here. Mm. So um, I've definitely had the privilege of playing some really nice courses uh, because. I have one one of my best friends yeah probably like i have like four or five really good friends but this guy's one of my best friends as well he works for massachusetts golf association Mm -hmm. so he's so he has a lot of connects so he's able to bring me on some private courses that i normally wouldn't have an opportunity to get on um but just just for an example last week and i went to a we drove like i don't know i want to say like two hours to like a private course it's it was so great, but it was so hard. It was <laughs> the greens are really fast. Oh, I bet. Really frustrating stuff, but golf is probably one of the only things, to be honest with you, where I'm able to like totally release. And I think that people kind of don't understand how how golf is like a cathartic experience, especially mm-hmm. when you're like it's a really nice day out. I don't know. It's really like a special place in my heart.
0: Yeah, no, understandable. I'm right there with you. I actually just started liking <laughs> golf like within the past year and so now i've kind of got an obsession a very bad oh, one because yeah. i'm not very good at it but you know
2: <laughs> it, it yeah, no, it it's remember this though it always it's always easier for you to catch up to somebody who's good and somebody to get better than you it's all because i got one of my friends who's basically a scratch golfer like a i don't know like a one or a two something like that and he he's gotten better over the years but he can only refine his game a little bit more uh-huh. i can always get better because i'm you know right now i'm like uh I don't know, like a 16 handicap or so. So I, I, I'm, I'm right around like the high 80s, low 90s. But I can always try to catch him regardless if I get there. And I probably won't. But if you can catch my drift.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Something to look forward to out on the course.
2: Definitely, definitely.
0: All right. So I wanted to ask you on a basketball topic here. The sure. NBA, I want you to tell me who would you put in your top three list of most electric players um, active right now?
2: So current players in the league right now that are just that, that I I just I love to watch basically yeah oh man um you know it's it it's kind of it's kind of cliche but I'll how about this I'll give you three that are like probably on everybody's list and I can give you one that I really like personally so I really like LeBron obviously it's hard not to watch like to watch LeBron mm-hmm. uh, love to watch Giannis um. And I've always loved Steph Curry. I just always have. And, like, everyone hates on him for whatever reason, but I love him. My guy right now is Luka Doncic. I love him. He's so fun to watch. I just think he's a stud. I really do. I think he's, like, one of those, like, a a perennial all-star, like a really special talent. I just – I really, really like him. He seems like a really good guy, too, per social media.
0: (laughs) I know there's no way – Dirk is like overshadowed by Luca because everybody's he's he's a legend in their mind, he's got a championship, yep. he brought it to Dallas. Um, but what would you say it would take for Luca to get to that status? It's like you know, God status, like Dirk is in Dallas.
2: Yeah, um, I really think that like people underestimate how important it is to win championships, and no matter how much you suck, or like if you have. 15 bad years and you have one good year and you win a championship all they're gonna remember you for is winning so like i really think if he can bring a couple championships or win one or win the mvp that kind of stuff because you know it's too bad but the guys who really just like grit and grind guys don't really get as much recognition as the guys who win awards and Mm -hmm. i i firmly believe that luca is that type of talent so i'll tell you that he probably needs to win a couple times or really just like light it up on in and out, night in and out night out like maybe like you know lead the league in scoring one year or something like that where it's pretty flashy you know what I mean
0: yeah absolutely I want to get into your opinions of course on this one most impressed in the NFL uh in teams at least and then most mm-hmm. um most disappointed you've been in this year's uh, season
2: So a team, a team that I like the best, I've been really impressed with and the team. I just like, Oh man, I can't believe that happened basically. Okay. Um, so I am really impressed with, uh, the Niners obviously with just how many games they've won, but it's just crazy to me how they're just so talented. They have everything and they're just like really a scary team. Um, you know, I, and, and everyone like kind of craps on Garoppolo because he's not the, you know, I guess he's not he's not the one really winning the games, but yeah. still a great quarterback. I mean, I have a personal thing with him because of, he's on the Patriots, but I really do think he's a great player. And I'll tell you the team I, I can't even believe is as bad as they are is the Falcons. I like can't, oh. they're, they're, they are way too good to be on, being on that status. I can't even, it's actually like, ridiculous to me that they're that they're you know whatever one in six or whatever one in seven whatever their record is they're god they're god-awful
0: yeah one last thing um mm-hmm. what are your future goals for daily sports dosage and uh where do you want to take it
2: oh man um so you know my personal goal is to be more on this type of stuff you know with like podcasts you know radio shows just kind of talking about sports but I just want to continue growing. And you know, I, the, the thing with it too, is that I I think, I don't know if you do this with your page as well, but I don't take it too seriously. I'm really just having fun with it right now and just trying to see where it takes me, because I think when you start making too many expectations out of it, you can kind of, I guess it doesn't become fun anymore. So I'll tell you that I really, really would like to have more opportunities like this, like I just said, and, you know, maybe have a time where I make my own podcast and it's pretty successful and we can have like, you know, athletes on it and really just be a part of the community that's really the only thing i want is that people really know who dsd is and we like like i have respect to takes and stuff i guess if that makes any question makes any sense
0: all right guys you heard it here dsd with asb right here on the podcast thank you so much for listening
2: thanks for listening to the all sports best podcast Give us a five star rating on Apple podcast or Spotify and
0: follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter and join the conversation till
2: next time. This is the all sports best podcast.